Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. Now, since 2009, the North Star Family Support Project have been hosting their annual service of commemoration and hope for the city of Limerick and indeed surrounding areas. And uh, Chairperson Julie McKenna and support worker Peggy Frahl are both with me to tell me a little bit more about the background and uh, this year's uh, event. And you're both very welcome. Um, good morning to you. So just remind us who this is aimed at. Good morning, Good morning, Joe, and thanks for having us on. So this service of hope and commemoration is aimed at anybody in Limerick City and County and the surrounding areas that have lost uh, a loved one to addiction or some of the, I suppose, impact of addiction or anybody that's affected by addiction or people that have overcome addiction or in recovery or that are currently trying to navigate their way through addiction. Mm. And Peggy, that's maybe more people than we'd like to acknowledge, isn't it? It is, Joe. Um, this is our 11th annual service and we usually have a packed church. You know, there's two to three hundred people. Um, it's about loss, uh, grief and hope. And um, when you, it's not necessarily we lose people through death, but in addiction, we lose people in different ways that we can't have in our lives anymore or that we don't know where they are. And it's for families to support those families together. It's mm. the one place that families in Limerick can come together and support each other around that. Julie, how do you acknowledge the pain, but also, as you mentioned, bring some hope to families? Well, I suppose by having the service of commemoration, the service of hope, you're acknowledging the pain and you're acknowledging what families are going through when they have somebody in addiction. Because when a family member is in addiction, not just the person in addiction is hurting or suffering, the whole family is impacted by it. So that is an acknowledgement in itself. And I suppose the, the really good thing about the service is it brings a collection of people together that have similar experiences. Some of these people are going through the, these experiences for a number of years, other people are new to these experiences and I suppose are lost in trying to navigate their way through it. Where do they go for support? Where do they get resources? Am I the only person that's experiencing this? So the service itself brings a, a collective together and it reduces some of the stigma and some of the shame that can be felt by family members for having somebody in addiction. Mm -hmm. uh, we're chatting to Julie McKenna and Peggy Frahl uh, from the North Star Family Support Project about the annual service of commemoration and hope. And it's not an exact um, reference, but yesterday the former Chief Super of the Limerick Division, actually Dave Sheehan, he's now an Assistant Commissioner in Dublin, he's charge of transport policing around the country. He was saying that they are finding more and more when they do roadside breath tests that people aren't necessarily failing on alcohol but they are failing on drugs so it just shows that this is a reality day to day in Limerick and elsewhere isn't it? Well definitely um, drugs drugs are widely used in all areas I mean people need drugs in their lives for medical reasons as well it's the misuse of drugs that can affect more so the people that come in our door and the misuse of drugs comes from somewhere trauma, heart, pain, you know, and when someone starts out in addiction they don't they don't want to end up on a street corner or they don't want to end up dead. They're looking for some support, they're looking for help, 
but they're not too sure where to get it. And drugs, drugs are available. Mm. And drugs can take the pain away for a while, but then the addiction becomes a bigger problem. And do loved ones of people who've uh, passed away, who come to the service, you know, there must be complex feelings uh, around this, that sense of loss, that wondering, you know, could we have done more? Was there anything we could have done? All of those things are part of the mix, Julie. Of course, anyone that has lost a family member through addiction or through mental health or through dual diagnosis, they're very conflicted and it's very complex because if you have a family member that's sick with any other illness, like if somebody, if you had a family member that was in Milford Hospice this morning, being treated for cancer or in palliative care, you know, everybody in your community would be aware of it. They'd be very sympathetic to you. They'd be asking how this family member is. What can we do to help you during this time of crisis? But we need to start viewing people in addiction the same way as we view people with any other illness. And we need to see that the impact of somebody that's unwell because of addiction or because of their mental health or because of dual diagnosis, they are no different from anybody else that's sick or unwell. And they need to be treated with the same, I suppose, respect. And that family member needs the same level of support. And, you know, they need to be able to go and get support. They need to be able to talk about their feelings. They need to be able to express the conflicting emotions that they have. Um, I've worked in the area of addiction, Joe, for the past 11 years. I work for Novus. And I have yet to meet somebody in addiction that wanted to be in addiction. Most people that we meet every day that are in addiction are in addiction because they started to self-medicate through either drink or drugs, some hurt or pain or trauma that they had. And if we take away the medication that they use and we don't deal with the hurt or the pain or the trauma underneath. We're leaving that person extremely vulnerable and wide open. Mm. And Peggy, the thing is, if the rest of us took a slightly different approach, it would help in two ways. It would help people who are left behind after someone has passed away, um, but it would also help people in addiction to never get to that point. That's that's the hope, isn't it? That is the hope that um, there are a lot of services out there, Joe, that deal with addiction. And look, support families, but the families somehow feel unable to access services sometimes because of the stigma and it's still there. The stigma and and shame of their child being addicted and families always blame themselves. And when they, by the time they come to us, they have tried almost everything and they're so desolated and just feel so responsible for where their, their family member is. And it's then that the learn the learning for them that can begin. If someone you love is drowning, I mean, your whole instinct is to jump in and save them and pull them out. And that's what we all do. That's what we learn as parents, as loved ones. But with addiction, if you jump in, you're lost too. So it has to the person has to get themselves out. And that is so hard for family members. Peggy, are the services available improving in Limerick? They are. I see, I see an improvement. There's always room for more improvement. Always room for more. Um, but I, as like Julie, I'm involved in addiction 14, 15 years now. And I do, when I, when I first started out, there weren't many services at all in Limerick. But there are a lot of services now. There's a lot of good people out there. Services need to get together more and work together more. You know, so that, I mean, when someone comes in to us, so we, we can refer them 
if we're not suitable for their needs, we can refer them or we can work jointly with the nurse service with the family member. Because we just work with the, the families around addiction. We don't work with the person in addiction. Right. Julie, what are the details then of the service this year? So the service this year um, is in the Augustinian Church in O'Connell Street and it's on Thursday evening on the 10th and we're kicking off at about 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. Yeah, we're kicking off at 7 o'clock. People are uh, welcome to come a little bit earlier and get comfortable and get their seat. Uh, There'll be a little self-care package given to everybody on the evening and our ladies in our Knit and Natter group have put fierce work into those self-care packages and they've made everybody a little heart that'll go into the package and it'll be good for people to come a bit earlier and maybe hang around a little bit afterwards and have a conversation with each other. There'll be uh, other professionals there from the different uh, services in the city if anybody would like a chat or like any more information or need to be signposted into what services would be more suited for their needs, they're more than welcome to do that as well. Okay, well, well done to you on the service, but also the great work that's being done by the North Star Family Support Project, the annual service of commemoration and hope uh, for the city of Limerick and the surrounding areas. If, if you haven't felt up to going in the past, maybe this will be the year for you to go along and uh, you uh, are likely, to hopefully, to find some solace. Uh, Chairperson Julie McKenna and support worker Peggy Frahel, thank you very much Thanks, for joining Sean. us. Thank you very much, Sean. Call Limerick today now on 461995.